56 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplore.com, the most awesome website ever. You have to go right now if you haven't been there yet. Um, on Twitter at tdrexplore for live, up-to-the-minute news and photos, and on facebook.com slash tdrexplore to interact with uh, other like-minded Disney fans, talk about Tokyo Disney Resort, and um, check out what's going on. Check out the latest news. Um, I'm your host, Patricia. I take photos in the parks for TDR Explorer. And you can find me on Twitter at DreamSweetsLove and also on Instagram under the same name. And here, my ever dapper, ever handsome, ever so sweet co-host, Chris. What's up? What's going on? Oh, not much. Just hanging out, doing my thing. And normally, I would say I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings at the parks, but... I'd be lying this week. <laughs> what? I actually went to Are Disneyland. Are you feeling okay? You didn't get sick, uh, did you? No, I'm totally fine. And I'm not on a okay. diet. There's a couple of people that asked if I was on a diet. No, <laughs> I am not on a diet. I saw totally that. Not. I was but, too busy but, to reply. But go on, go on. <laughs> but I will explain later as to why I didn't I didn't eat anything. I will. I'll, I'll explain that later. I'm very concerned. Don't worry. I'm fine. I'm fine. But I am your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And you can find me on my personal Twitter at Vernon Lover and also under the same name on Instagram. Okay, so let's just let's just get right into it, shall we? Yeah, let's so, do this. What do what do we got this week? We got our news, as always, our crowd forecast. And this week we're gonna talk about things that you may have missed during your last trip to Tokyo Disney Resort. So we're going to tell you the things you need to do the next time you come because you did all the big things already. Now there's all these little things that you probably walked by or didn't think of or just completely missed. And we're going to tell you exactly what those are. And then we have our park tip of the week from Patricia and also our listener question. All right, so news. There's not too much going on for news, but there's a little bit. It's a little bit. Just a little um, bit. <laughs> okay, so in the news, we had a new Duffy release. Um, I heard it was craziness. heard super long lines. And um, the Duffy and Shelly May hoodies have sold out, except for S-Size, which is kind of weird because usually S-Size sells out first here. So, interesting. Um, we're not sure when they'll be back in stock, but we'll keep an eye out and let you know if we hear anything or see anything going on with that. Um and speaking of merchandise, Christmas merchandise, I know, I know, we're in early October. But you know what? That's when you have to start talking about Christmas. Because, I mean, you go to the shops, you know, Chris, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> the minute we hit mid-October, bam, switch over, 
Um, all the Halloween stuff is going to be gone. This happens every year. You know, we have um, usually a Halloween party at the end of the month. And I've already done all my shopping because I know it's going to get sold out. And all the Christmas stuff is going to be out. And Tokyo Disney Resort is no different. Um, they're giving us little little tidbits, little tastes of what's coming. And it looks so, so cute. I love, the, I love the holiday merchandise for Halloween, for Christmas, for New Year's. I think it's one of the best times to go shopping at the resort. And we are going to update you when more news comes out. Check out tdrexplorer.com for updates as soon as we get them. Um, also in the news... Uh, from Nikkei Asian Review and um, some, of course, some Japanese news sites as well. Um, for okay, I'll just re- I'll just go into the article. Um, the title is "Price Hikes Zapping Tokyo Disneyland's Magic." <gasps> <gasps> Negativity! Mickey. Oh my goodness! Mickey, get on this. Bring <laughs> fi- fix this. Okay. Um, it goes, clear winners and losers were evident in the Japanese theme park market during April uh, to September half with Universal Studios Japan logging record high visitors as Tokyo Disney Resort's facilities endured a 0.3% slump. Um, combined visitor numbers fell for the third year in a row at Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. Ticket prices were raised a third, uh, a third year this April, but we think there has been no impact on foot traffic. This is a quote, said a source at park operator Oriental Land. Mm? Okay. Yeah, compared to last year's price hike, the consumer response is not as good. Um, quote, uh, secure, uh, and that was a quote by a security securities analyst noted. While uh, Tokyo Disney Resort projected a 0.7 growth in visitors for the physical year, it was off pace in the first half. Meanwhile, Universal Studios Japan welcomed a record 7 million visitors and invested 10 billion yen, $98.4 million dollars, in the Flying Dinosaur, a Jurassic Park roller coaster that opened in March, more than one million visitors rode the attraction um, in the first three months. And Universal Japan uh, developed new fan bases through limited time only attractions. It collaborated with Shonen Jump Comic Magazine this summer to host a special Dragon Ball cinematic attraction and with AKB48, a, a really um, famous idol group. Uh, which performed on its permanent stage, aiming to bring in both parents and children and, you know, creepy guys. Overall traffic grew 15% um, on the year to 1.63 million in August. Um, so this is kind of interesting. Like, to be honest, I think I think OLC in some respects is kind of right that it's not necessarily the price hikes because we've renewed our tickets, but we have not gone nearly as much as we usually go. Do you find like the same thing? Um, I, I think have it's to the entertainment. So. Yeah, I think it's it's just they're kind of rehashing things a little too much. And I know back in the U.S., um, you know Walt Disney World will do the same thing for years, and you know we're and we're here complaining that we're getting the same parade for three years. Well, well here's the thing that, that's Disney starting to World... show now. Yeah, but Disney World can... The thing is, they want. I think they want to copy the Disney World model, but Disney World is a huge resort, right? So it's not just the parks. You've got so many activities. You can do horse riding. You can drive a real freaking race car. You can play golf if you like golf. You can do all kinds of stuff. So it's like a full resort experience and people stay for weeks and you're kind of trapped in that area. Once you once you check into your hotel, <laughs> yeah, you don't the leave. Disney bubble. 
you're in the Disney bubble, you know. Um, people here come for like a day or two. Um, the economy is not that great right now, especially for young people. And um, I think price hikes combined with the same things over and over again, they're like, I think they would pay the money if there was something new to see or something worth seeing. You know what I mean? Because for a lot of people, it's a big deal, especially if you have like a family of four or something like that. And there's so, especially if you live in the city in Tokyo, there's so much to do, you know? So I think I think it's not necessarily the price hikes because I think if there was enough new activities and it was like really good quality, I think people would come. I agree. I, I think that that's part of the issue right now is just, as I said already, they're they're rehashing a lot of the same stuff year after year. So they're kind of going getting into this habit of having the same parade for three years, which is fine for people that don't go that don't go all the time. But a vast majority of the people that go to Tokyo Disney Resort are locals. So yeah. once we see that parade three or four times, we're like, OK, well, I don't really want to see it again next year. You know, even though they do try and change it up a little bit, like they will slightly change the music, they'll change the costumes, which is nice, but the overall theme is still the same. So it's not enticing enough for me to want to wait three hours to watch the show or even, you know, make like make a special trip there for it. And let me tell you, if it's like a really good quality parader show, people will come. For multiple years. Mm -hmm. Like Easter Wonderland, the first parade, that parade had like five costume changes. You had Mickey running from float to float. Um, Mysterious Masquerade was gorgeous. Like even the second year, we went like one of these days I'm going to go in my closet and I'm going to pull it out. We have a stack of lottery tickets because we went almost every single day. We went the first day and we went the last day and we were there all day the last day. You know, so if the event is good, Spring Carnival too. Like if the event is good, Spring Carnival ran for three years. But again, that was when we were there almost every single day and we were for sure there the last day. And there's not that excitement anymore, you know, where you'll be there for sure just to say goodbye and thank you um, to the performers and, and just like thank you for such an amazing like show, you know. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a, that's a really big thing. And if you do a really, high quality product then maybe you can repeat it a few years but not four years four years is a lot man it has to be really good to repeat it four years and if it's going to get into the four-year territory it should be like a permanent show like big band beat or something like that that's you know when something is that good then it should be a permanent show but for seasonal stuff yeah like it needs to change a little bit (laughs) or change completely after so many years or just be good yeah, yeah, exactly. But with all that said, our shows are still really good. Like, I can't complain too much about that. You know, sometimes they do kind of miss the mark, but overall, the shows are good. So i i don't i don't I don't want anyone to think that we think that our shows are terrible. They're not. They're not. They're just not as good as they used to be. They're not that good lately, and they. I think. I think they know it. I think they know. The music, like the, the the music festival theme for the Halloween, I like that parade. It's cute. It's not fantastic. It's not brilliant. It's the good. The idea is good. The idea is good, and it's interesting, and it's fun. 
but whoever is putting the events together is not doing a good job because the pacing is awkward as hell and the segments it's are super little, short it's a little fast it's, it's a, a lot it's a fast quick. it's a lot fast and oh and and um i know last week we uh, we talked about uh halloween disney sea and the villains villains world wish and desire i saw it this past weekend it's pretty much it, it is the same show except they added a little bit of a like a villain's take on the 50th anniversary song which is you know it was nice okay but i was kind of it kind of felt like it felt like it was just kind of just put in there for the sake of being it to be in there that's what that's i was gonna ask felt. you because my friend also went and she said the exact same thing you did she said they just it felt like they just plugged it in to plug it in and called it a day yeah. Which, you know, it's not terrible, but it's kind of like, oh, couldn't you put a little more effort into that? Because and that's it's the a 15th exact same thing she said. Yeah. You know. It's the 15th anniversary. It should be like something grand. Like, I don't know, add something spectacular to it. It was it was just okay. Which which was, which was kind of made me a little sad. But I think it makes a lot of people a little sad. And they're not willing to buy a day ticket uh, to waste time to go and see it you know yeah that's true (laughs) um but but i think they're learning their lesson i really think they are and we'll see if anything changes yeah is it worth saving money on all these things to keep losing your reputation little by little because let me tell you with japanese people it is hard to to regain that reputation once it falls that is true. The Japanese market is tough. Like yeah, probably one of the one of the toughest markets in the world. So, so as soon as you lose that trust, yep, it's it, it's hard to get it back. It really is. Just like um, kind of going back, I think it was last year where mm-hmm. McDonald's had that whole fiasco. Oh, with, with that the was a nightmare. Nuggets. Yeah, they they still haven't really recovered from that. I'm surprised like, they're still in Japan because it looked like they were going to be out for like a while. You like know, stores were people closing. just turned on them. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's a tough market. Japan is a tough market, but if you can break into the market and you can like win the Japanese market over, you win. You completely win because they will love you until you screw up. <laughs> a look at Universal Studios. For a long time, they were losing money, and then they made some major investments, and they are doing gangbusters right now. Yeah. So. I was one of those 1.63 million people that went in August. <laughs> and let me tell you, it did feel like there was 1.63 million people at that park when I went. It was insanely busy. It was worse than Disney Sea. Like in terms of like the crowd, it was just so packed. There were so many people there and it was hot. It was 35 degrees outside. And but there was tons of people there. There was lots of there's so much limited time stuff going on. I didn't know where to start. I'm like, do like, do I want to see this Dragon Ball show? Do I want to go see this Death Note thing that's going on? Do I want to go watch this uh, One Piece outdoors show? Or do I want to wait five hours to, to go and ride the brand new roller coaster? Or do <laughs> I want to go spend four hours in uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? There was just so much choice. And... I wish Disney Sea and Disneyland would give something like that, because then you know, like 
I would definitely, you know, go there a lot more often than I do now, which is, you know, once every two weeks. I would go every week. I would go every day they if used I could. To have, they used to have new events every year, you know? Mm-hmm. It used to be every year. It, like, especially something like, like the Halloween parade that we have now, if it was one year, fine. But you, they, they already said they're going to repeat it. So they, you know, it's not, you have to have the quality, you know, either the quality or, and you have to have both, especially for Disney. Like I think Universal Studios can get away with um, appealing to all these different demographics because it doesn't have like this kind of like unified vision. You know what I mean? So they have that a little bit more flexibility, right? Because movies is a, yeah. is a big theme. Um, I think Disney has it a little harder because they have that kind of that Disney image plus the expectation of quality. So I think it's a little tougher for them in some ways. Yeah. So they have like this very high bar that they always have to meet. Yeah. And that does get tough once there's budget cuts and all that kind of stuff and I can I can I can sympathize with them but that's no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> it's no excuse. We're angry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know but, if I'm angry but you know disappointed. But with all that said, Tokyo Disney Resort is still a wonderful resort. It's the base is so good that they can get away with what they're doing for now. Mhm. But I don't know for it, how much longer they can get away with it. Because what they have at the base, like Disney Sea at its base, is so gorgeous and so well themed and, and so amazing. But, but because there's so few attractions, the shows were kind of like what anchored it. And now that those shows are kind of dropping off, it's missing a big part of its heart. So that's that's an issue, especially for Disney Sea, Disneyland. Not so much because you have the attractions and everything, right? Um, a lot more attractions. So we we found ourselves going to Disneyland lately more, just because there's a little bit more to do. That's true. I've been finding myself doing the same thing, going to Disneyland more. Like, so like yeah. to kind of like bring it all together. It's like Tokyo Disneyland, Disney Sea. If you're visiting, it is fantastic there's so much to do there's so much to see and if it's your first time everything's going to be new for the most part but for people like us who live here there's certain like you know we go a lot so there's things that start repeating and when we see when we see these things repeating it's a it's a little bit of a disappointment that and, the and quality there's a is lot... just uh-huh i was just gonna say the the quality is just not there as like it used to be so hopefully they smarten up next year just because because uh, we talked about it last week um, all the stuff they announced for fiscal year 2017 so I'm willing to give them another chance uh, like seeing how this Pirates of the Caribbean thing is going to turn out how this Pixar thing is going to turn out I have no idea it could be terrible it could be fantastic I have no idea <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know if it's about giving them another chance. It's just, I think it's a lot of it is like, how do you say, like in your subconscious, you know, because um, we go, we're going to go no matter what, you know, at least a few times a year. But I have not been to Disney Sea for Halloween once since the event started. And that's not on purpose. But I just haven't gotten around to it. 
So I think it's more subconscious than an active decision for most people. And there's so much to do in the city that you easily forget like, oh, Halloween's almost over. I should go at least one time, you know, because there's so much to do in Tokyo. Yeah, there's like there's other Disney events that happen in Tokyo. Like uh, this past, I think it was last weekend was the last week for it was there's this uh, Disney Pixar World um, exhibit in um, Harajuku. Like there's that going on. There's usually something going on at the Mori Art Museum. That space like, there's exhibit always, there is amazing that they have right now. Like there's always something, and like even Disney wise, there's always something going on in the city. So it's just, <laughs> Disney has or like OLC has that to compete with as well. So wait, wait, let's t- like talking about people visiting the parks, Chris. Mm-hmm. What's what's going on with the crowd forecast this week? All right, so our crowd forecast. We get our information from tdrnavi.jp, and they have crowd forecast calendars for up to six months in advance, and they also have it in English, so that is that is perfect. So this is for the week of October 10th. So we have, for both parks, Disneyland and Disney Sea, we have high 60s, 60 out of 100 for the crowd forecast during the week, which is not too bad. And then it's predicted to reach capacity or close to it for both parks on the Saturday. And then while on the Sunday, it's going to be around 80 out of 100 for both parks. So nothing really out of the ordinary there. There's nothing really going on except for the 10th is, as we mentioned last podcast, it's a national holiday. So it's naturally going to be busy on the Monday. But then the rest of the week is going to be fine because everyone goes back to school back to work or whatever <laughs> so that's pretty easy <laughs> um patricia i would ask you what you did in the parks but seeing as you said you haven't gone i had no time this week and it's not like i <laughs> said before it's not on purpose i i want to go to disney and i want to i want to go and play and i just i have not have any time it's a really busy month Every month is busy, but like in particular, we were planning an event at our apartment. Like we were part of an event at our apartment building and we had to plan and set everything up. So it was it was incredibly hectic. But I did go to the resort, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. It was at Ixpiari. Um Chris, what did you do in the parks? Oh, I was busy, but I wasn't busy eating, oddly what? enough. OK, you you have to tell us what what is going on. The horror of it all. The horror <laughs> of it all. Um well, I went later in the afternoon on Sunday because I, I was meeting a friend in Tokyo during the day and then I wanted to go to Disneyland in the evening. So I got there around four o'clock-ish around there and I've been trying, I'm trying out some new type of content for everyone. So, you know, we do articles and lists and all that kind of stuff to help you plan your trip. And we do this podcast, of course. Um, another thing I'm trying is taking videos of uh, merchandise in the parks. Like, on our website, we have pictures of all the merchandise and the prices and all that kind of stuff, which is neat, which is nice. But I find it's nice to, to kind of see what the merchandise actually looks like. So taking video is the perfect way to showcase that. So I was a little ambitious <laughs> on Sunday and I said, okay, I'm going to take video of the Halloween merchandise at Disneyland 
Disney Sea, then the Duffy merchandise, the Duffy Halloween merchandise, and also the new Duffy merchandise. Oh, that you got to me, see. Sorry. It took me four hours to do all of that. What did you think and of I'll, the new Duffy merchandise? Like the the stuff that was just released? Yeah. I want that hoodie so bad, but that the, the small size will barely go over my one shoulder. Did you try it? it? I think tiny. it could fit. A small? A small? No. Dude, I wear a small. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not you. But you're you're pretty small. You're you're like a, a lithe guy. You're you're very athletic. I would fit like maybe a medium, and that might be pushing it. Like the like the smalls are like meant for children. Like they're 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 pretty small. Uh. And um, there was lots of people buying like just buying it all up. Um, I yeah. went to uh, McDuck's department mm-hmm. store. And I waited in line. I only waited like maybe 10 minutes to get in line because it was later in the day on a Sunday. You know, most people are starting to go home by that point. Right. So it didn't take too long, but got in there and I figured that was a good place to take video because that's where they have the Duffy merchandise there. Mm -hmm. And they also have some like um, Disney Sea merchandise as well. And there's less people in there because they limit how many people can go in. So they let people in waves. So... It was, a lot, it was a lot easier for me to take video without having to fight with people looking at merchandise. Because yeah. when it's crowded, it can get like claustrophobic in there. It gets frustrating. It does. and, and But later in the day, it's usually so much better. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people are going home or they're mm-hmm. watching shows or they're eating. So it's it, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, the Duffy hoodie, I definitely want it. If they ever get the medium or large back in stock, I'm going to have to try on. I don't know which one I'll fit, to be quite honest. It's more my shoulders than anything. My shoulders are a little yeah. like a little wider. You have broad shoulders. Yeah, so I'm, that's why I'm a little leery that a uh, medium probably won't fit. Or just barely. Nuts! But they um, there's also the gloves, the Duffy gloves, which are really soft. And they have the blanket. They have the ears. You could basically dress up as Duffy. I, I, <laughs> or Shelly Mae. And I'm sure lots of people will. Well, especially for wintertime when it starts to get chilly. Which, Chris, when is that going to happen? <laughs> it's been so hot. It was today 30 degrees like summer. today. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That's, uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Are, are, are we even going to get winter? I don't know, man. I feel like for sure we're skipping autumn. Yeah, like I have a feeling like it's going to be really hot and all of a sudden it's just going to get cold and it's going to stay like that. Right? <laughs> like we're going to be punished until March no. is what's going to happen. <laughs> and there's going to be snow, which, you know, I won't mind. But... I want snow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's why I didn't eat when I was at the park because I was so busy recording video. I just didn't think of it because by the time I was done recording everything, I was like, I just want to go home. I am so tired. Yeah. It's a so lot I of took, work. I took four videos. I um I have one of them up already. And by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure I'll have some of the other ones out. So it's on our YouTube channel. I'm sure you'll see it. You'll, you'll see it on our Facebook page um, and on our website. So you won't miss it. Trust me. You won't miss it. I'll make sure of it. And... Another reason why I haven't been to the parks too much is because I'm putting the final touches on the iPhone app. 
I am so close to being done. It's going to be like so it's, useful. It's almost there. It's almost there. Well, I was also doing a little bit of field testing on Sunday as well. So I was kind of walking around doing that as too. So lots of stuff. <laughs> I was busy. Jeez. What like um? Really if you could have eaten something, what would you have eaten? Um, I probably would have tried. I I probably would have had the steamed pork bun and spicy shrimp. Oh, again, very nice. Okay, so good. I I really like that. So good. Ooh, getting hungry now. But yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that is I know. That, that is like, all I did in the park. Could you see the pause? <laughs> you could almost imagine what we were visually like. We were visually picturing that hot, juicy bun. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, speaking yes, you, of things that were missed at the resort, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good segue. I like that. It, it almost worked, right? <laughs> almost, but almost. a for effort. <laughs> Um, what are things that people commonly miss, Chris? There's a lot of things that people commonly miss. <laughs> so with this segment, um, so we talk a lot about all the things you must do. Like you must ride Winnie the Pooh. You must try um, Journey journey to the Center of the Earth. Try Journey to the Center of the Earth. Ride Journey to the Center of the Earth. You have to see Big Bam Beat. You have to eat at Magellan's. Like we tell you all these things you have to do. And I'm sure a lot of you have done them because, you know, this is your first trip and you're there for three or four days. So you have all this time to do all these fantastic things at the resort. But that means there's stuff you're going to have to skip or miss or you just didn't know about because we're terrible. We didn't talk about it. We didn't tell you. But we're going to tell you now. So <laughs> there's a whole bunch of stuff that you may have missed. And we have <laughs> we have quite the long list. I was sitting there making this list and I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe I'll come up with like five or six things. No, I I don't even know how many we have here. I have you know, probably close to 20, <laughs> 20 <laughs> things. And I'm sure I'm sure there's things that even we're missing. Oh, for sure. I guarantee it. So let's just let's just start going through this. So this is stuff that you need to do the next time you go. Or if you're having an extended stay at Tokyo Disney Resort and you're staying for more than four days then you can start adding this stuff on just to try it out because it's it's awesome so let's let's start with the official hotels the disney hotels um patricia i know this is your favorite is tea time at the dreamers lounge i love Tokyo it disneyland hotel yeah it's it's amazing my like my son's favorite thing to do right now is just go to the hotels and and eat you know so um tea time uh, tea time's fantastic. It's a it's a pretty good value. You get a ton of food, so if you go, go hungry because if not, it's going to be impossible to finish. Um, you get free refills on your tea. Um, they have other little sets, uh, dessert sets at the at the hotels, like um, at Disneyland Hotel and um, at Hyperion Lounge, and also at Bella Vista Lounge at uh, Disney Sea's Hotel. And yeah, go eat at the hotels. There's um if you go to okay here's an interesting thing if you go to Ambassador 
a lot of those restaurants will give you little freebies with things that you order, whether it's like a little keychain or they used to give out like muddlers so you can mix your um, alcoholic cocktails. Um, they've given out pins. They used to give out like these little coupons that you could come back and you could get like a whole free course menu out of it. So they stopped doing that probably because people are getting whole free course menus out of it. But um, yeah, check out the hotel dining. And Chris, I know one of your favorites is at the bakery at Ambassador Hotel. Ooh, 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 ooh. yes. The TikTok diner. The, oh, the, the oversized bread. That is that that changes with every season. Yes. Oh, it's it's delicious. Uh, right now, it's uh, Mickey shaped pumpkin, and I don't recall what's in it. But <laughs> um, my favorite though was from two summers ago. It was in the summer, mm-hmm. and they had coconut cream. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yes. Oh my goodness, that was like that was like heaven in a Mickey head. <laughs> it, was, it was so good and that is so easy to miss like it is. even like even if you're walking from the ambassador hotel because just 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 the way the doors are set up mm-hmm. you can easily just walk right by the tiktok diner and not even see it and you kind of have to get your timing right because they don't start selling it until i want to say 11 a.m yeah, it's so by that time you're you're in the park uh-huh. and to like go back just for that may not be the best use of your time. Yeah, so I think they do two batches. Yeah, and it also sells out. So yeah. you kind of have to time yeah, like you have to time it right. So if you're having like a very relaxed day, you're actually not going to the park that day, you're just relaxing, hanging out. Go have that because you will not be disappointed. It is delicious. And they also have nice little sandwiches and other uh, bread as well. Like they have like little like Minnie Mouse bow shaped bread. Other Mickey shaped stuff. Like it is so delicious. Then, then once you're done eating all that bread, you can go over to the (laughs) Hyperion Lounge in the Ambassador Hotel and drown that Mickey bun taste with a nice seasonal cocktail. Which I love to do, delicious, and like they always the atmosphere have atmosphere like, there. Yeah, they always have the really cool like seasonal desserts, and they like lately they've been doing the the whole like dessert where where they'll it'll be chocolate and then you pour like hot like hot chocolate on it, uh huh, yeah, some, like something hot and it melts and it like reveals a different pattern. Uh huh, I've done that before. It's really fun. It is so cool. Like right now, it's the uh, music festival theme. So for Halloween, and mm-hmm. it's it's shaped like a record, and you pour like the hot chocolate on it, the hot cocoa, whatever it is, on top of it, and it melts it away, and then you can see another pattern underneath. It is so cool. It's really creative, and and it's delicious on top of that. Oh, it's so good, so good, and it's really easy to usually get a, a, a table. Like there's usually not that long of a wait. Uh, depending on the time of day, like if you go mid afternoon and and it's on a Saturday, you might have to wait a little bit. But for the most part, it's not that bad to get in. Super easy. And then uh, going over to Mir Costa, if you want a buffet, and I know you love Oceano. I love Oceano, Mir and Costa. I want to say also Disneyland Hotels buffet gives it a good 
run for its money. I, I would say maybe Disneyland Hotel's buffet might be a little better. Oceano's mm. coarse dining is the best. Oh. Hands down. It's a little pricey, though. It's, it's yeah, it's a little pricey, but it's it's a full course menu, and it's a lovely atmosphere, and um, it's beautiful. Oh, um, but their it. buffet is also fantastic. They always have, like, a little seasonal dessert that they're making, especially whether it's, like, um, pancakes, like, special little pancakes that they cook in front of you or something like that, you know? Um, and um, I would also say, we didn't put this on the list, but Silk Road, if you go during the week... They have something called a tasting menu. And oh, yes, we yeah, we talked about this a few episodes ago. But yeah, right? go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but it's like fantastic. It's like I, I wanna say it was around two thousand yen, the price might have gone up. But um for the price like compared to the other things on the menu, it's fairly cheap and it's a very it's like a lot of food. So if you're hungry, it's really um a really good recommendation for you to try. Um and again, the restaurant, the interior is beautiful. So if you want beauty, go to Oceano or Silk Road or, or Bella Vista Lounge for sure. Without a doubt. <laughs> and then kind of going into the parks now, um, there is a like a toy machine here called Gachapon. And... I can't think of the name that we call it back in North America. Just like capsule toys. I think it's a capsule toy machine. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So here they're called Gachapon. I don't know why it's called that. It's just that's it's the, what they're called. The sound. Gacha, gacha. Bong. I guess. Yeah. Gacha, gacha. Okay. That, that's enough for me. <laughs> so um, both Disneyland and Disney Sea have special Gachapon in specific locations. Uh, one's in the store in Toontown, in the back of Toontown. There's one there. And then in the Mermaid Lagoon, there's also a machine there. And they have exclusive Gachapon. You can't get them anywhere else. You can only get them there. And they switch them out every season. And then in between seasons, they have like generic ones, which are still pretty fantastic. So if you want something really unique, get something from those Gachapon machines. And they cost... 400 yen? It, it depends. Um, like, it's I would say... Usually, it's usually yeah. 400 yen, like around there. Three, 400 yen. Three, it ch- 400, yeah, it sometimes 500, I want to say, but around really? that, between 300 yeah. and 500. Yeah. Um, and sometimes there's a line for them, and sometimes they even sell out, like, depending yeah. on what's available. They absolutely and, sell out, yeah. And what's cool about it is you don't know which one you're going to get. It's random. So you may want, you know, you may try three or four times in a row. You may get the same one each and every time. So that's kind of the uh, yeah, gamble, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of fun, too. So like if you're visiting Japan, like from a foreign country, then you can negotiate with other Japanese people. Oh, Mickey, <laughs> I have three minis. Do you want to change? You know, and, and you can like, you know, maybe make a new friend, you know, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, for other like unique little uh, trinkets and whatnot, um, the carnival games at both Disneyland and Disney Sea, uh, you can get the special pins for playing these carnival games. Or on rainy days, you can get the rainy day pin. Or they also have different uh, plushes or pillows 
that you can't buy them. You have to play them at this at these carnival games. Uh, the one carnival game is in Arabian Coast at Disney Sea. The other one is in Adventureland. And have you played, Chris? Once. Did you win? And I was terrible at it. Which um, one did you play? The one in Arabian Coast. I ended up getting Chip. <gasps> nice. No, no, I got Dale. He's actually sitting on my couch and he's even giving me a dirty look. I got Dale. <laughs> he's like, that's not my name. <laughs> yeah, I did that once and I got that. So that's fun. Cool. Uh, have you done it a lot? I did it the first time they opened it. I got um, both Mickey and Minnie. It was like an Arabian Coast theme. They they used to be a bit bigger. And... Um, Dude, for the price, like getting like a plush for like 500 yen, it's ridiculous. Um, and I did it again recently. I got 15th anniversary Mickey. Oh, but I nice. didn't want to I didn't want to wait in line again, so I didn't get Minnie. But Mickey's Aww. pretty cool. And I was yeah, really uh, close at the Adventureland one, but my uh my friend told me to do the one where you push the thing, it might be easier. So I'm going to do that next time because I was doing the one where you kind of twist it to direct the ball and I was so close like the girl was like no because it was the last try and I had finally figured it out because it was my first time and I was like oh nuts I, I, at the end it almost went in the thing but it bounced back into the little circle aww mm-hmm. that's the worst that's, a, that's, that's the, the worst, worst um, but my son didn't mind he wanted the pins anyway and it was like a rainy day so he got his rainy day pin so yeah so um, just to recap really quick if you win you get a a special plush of some sort but if you lose you get a you get a pin and the pin you can only get there you can't buy them so you kind of win either way really you do yeah absolutely and the pins change it's um it's seasonal yep so if you are a disney pin collector you definitely want to go after those because you cannot get them anywhere else <laughs> okay so let's go to let's go to disney sea we we got quite the list here Okay. Um, let's start off with Fortress Explorations. It is kind of in plain sight, but you can easily just walk by it or not or not even think that you can go there or like that there's this big, like elaborate thing to explore, really. Like I would even say it's a don't miss. Yeah, like you, you can't miss this. And I know we've talked about it before, but I've talked to so many people that just have never done it. They just don't think of it or they just walk by it or whatever. But you need to do Fortress Explorations. It and is the map fantastic. Is, it's bilingual. So you have no excuse. You're, it's not It's not like only Japanese. So you can use a map in English. There's so much to explore. The detail in these rooms is amazing. And it's fun. It's super fun. It's like it's basically a walkthrough attraction, like a big walkthrough attraction. Oh, yeah, it is. It is beautiful. It, it is worth spending a good hour just going through it taking pictures just relaxing especially if the weather is not all that great that's a good place to go because there's a lot of like inside places there so it's it's really nice there's also the uh leonardo da vinci challenge but unfortunately that's only in japanese so if you can read japanese it's fantastic if you can't it's a little tough because it's all riddles um, another thing that I was kind of surprised that people, people either they didn't know about it or they did know about it and they did it, but 
um, the Venetian gondolas. Like, to me, it's it's a little weird that some people miss it, but it's like, you have to do the Venetian gondolas. Because <laughs> they are just, it's stunning. I love it. I, I, I love doing the Venetian gondolas. You can get like a beautiful, unobstructed picture of Mount Prometheus from the gondola, and it looks gorgeous. Um, riding at night, like as a kind of like good night to Disney Sea, it's it's just lovely. If you're on a date, it's romantic. Um, if you're going um, with your friends or with your family, you get to make a wish and maybe talk about your wishes later. So it's a good conversation topic. I mean, it's just all around. It's very simple, but a very nice experience. The only downside to it is um, it closes a lot just because there's, you know, when there's a show happening in the harbor, they have to close the gondolas. So it you kind of have to uh, time it right to actually ride it, which is not which is not too bad. If you do it early in the morning, it's fine or later in the evening. It's fine. Just be aware that if there's a show going on, they're not going to be running. Um. What else is there? We we have the like the uh, street performer or street performers, especially the one on top of the SS Columbia, which just started I think a few months ago actually. Uh, it's the it's the woman. I don't really know what she's doing up there, <laughs> but she's just kind of she's like wandering around uh, like on the yeah, SS Columbia, just kind of being fabulous. I guess that's the best way to put it, and it's just. It's just one of those nice little touches if you just happen to stumble upon it. It's really nice to see. And you kind of question, thinking like, is that a guest? Or is that someone, like, is that a performer? I don't know. It's just so well done. And I love it. I would say atmosphere in general. Yes. Because it's so different around the world. Like, each Disney park has its its uh, different atmosphere characters, right? And mm-hmm. um, I think... Uh, just like like if you go to MGM Studios like down that main street you've got like those hollywood style people if you go to disney sea you have that fun custodial cast or like you said the the lady on the SS Columbia looking fabulous or the the halloween atmosphere people you know at disneyland you have a whole bunch of new atmosphere um shows going on so i think each one has its own personality and every park around the world is going to have its own atmosphere which is really unique to that park Oh yeah, and there's also uh, new street performers at Disneyland too. Like every land has their own street performers, and they all have like different types of shows. Some are comedy, some are like musical, some of them are just like tricks and stuff like that. So you definitely want to check those out because they're they're really easy to miss because they they they, they only happen at you know certain times. And depending on the weather and all that kind of stuff. So, but they're definitely worth making the time and effort to see. Love them. Um, going back to Disney Sea, uh, watching one of the shows, um, like one of the harbor shows from Lido Isle, because Lido Isle is a fantastic place to watch a show from. Um, depending on the show, it might be a little hard to get a spot because some, like, if it does fill up, they, they close it off. You can't go in there. But overall, that is one of the better spots to watch a show from. Um, 
but and and the, there's also a Mickey Square as well. But that's a hard that's a hard place to get a really good spot as well. But if you want good spots to watch a show, watch them from Lido Isle. So you could watch. Um, I'm trying to think of a show, Fantasmic. <laughs> you could watch Fantasmic, or you can watch one of the seasonal the seasonal shows that are happening. So, I recommend doing that at least once because it's such a nice it's a nice little area. I like it. Um, you probably don't want to wait all day for a show because you probably have better things to do than wait all day. Some of us don't have better things to do, so we will wait all day. Namely me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for Minnie's Tropical Splash where I waited like three hours in 40 degree weather just so I can get hosed down. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then there's the Caravan Carousel in Arabian Coast. Now, you definitely can't miss this. It is impossible to miss, but it's easy to skip. You can easily dismiss this and say, you know what? It's just a carousel. What does it matter? Whatever. No, 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 no. You need to ride this because it is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And especially at night. Such a such a gorgeous carousel. I love it. I, I love being able to ride it on the top and the bottom. Absolutely amazing. Do like, do you like going on it, Patricia? It's so pretty, and the line is never that long. And um, yeah, I, I of course I recommend the top because you know it's a, it's a double carousel, which is very rare. I think it's the only one in Japan. Um, I'm not sure about other places, but yeah, um, it's very interesting, very unique, and 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 lovely. And then, if you're a Little Mermaid fan, you definitely want to kind of poke around in Ariel's playground in the Mermaid Lagoon. It it's basically the whole world of like well, it's her like ship thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to think how to explain it. Okay, like okay, you know the attraction <laughs> at like Disney World and Disneyland, right? It's it's kind of like a haunted mansion style attraction, right? And you're riding through the scenes of the Little Mermaid. This is you walk it's like a walkthrough of the different scenes so you can walk through Ariel's grotto and play with all her thingamabobs you can walk into Ariel uh, Ursula's um lair you know and there's like a, a double-sided mirror so you can see into Ariel's grotto but the people in there can't see you um there's like all these little nooks and crannies you can explore and like play like little games like and it's like it's a little dark and spooky so like even though it's for kids like really small kids might get a little freaked out um but it's super neat um there's the fisherman's nets that are above everything because you're under the sea and you can walk on the fisherman's nets and look down and all, all the people and what they're doing downstairs um you can play hide and go seek in the kelp um it's really fun, and and um, not just for playing, but for photo opportunities and things like that. So that I would also say, even for adults, I would call it a must do. Oh yeah, it's it's like when I first went in there because I kind of just dismissed it. I was like, well, it's, it's for it's for little kids, you know. I'm I'm not going to bother going in there. And I think it was during New Year's when we we're doing like the the New Year's party thing, and. It was super cold outside, so we wanted to go inside, and Mermaid Lagoon is perfect for that. Went in there, and that was one of the places where it wasn't as crowded, so we went in there, and I just started looking around, and I thought, wow, this is... I never would have thought to come in here. 
it's really cool. <laughs> I liked it. It is surprisingly cool. <laughs> it, it, it Again, it's one of those things you could just easily dismiss because I know I did. And I was completely wrong. Uh, another thing that I've been wrong about before is the sea salt ice cream. Okay, that, that is amazing. The Mermaid Lagoon yeah. and Arabian Coast. It is delicious. It sounds weird. Yes, it sounds weird, but it is delicious. And it's, Absolutely delicious. It's in something called Monaca, um, which is like, With, what is what is Monaca made out of? Is it tofu? It's um, like a I'm little... Gonna say, uh-huh. I'm going to say it's made out of pixie dust and magic because it's delicious. It is delicious. It's like a little, like a little shell. And I've only seen this in Japan. I'm not sure if other parts of Asia also have it, but I've never seen Monaka um, in the United States. And I think you said you've never seen it in Canada either. No, never seen it. But it's good. It's like a no mess thing. You know, you can grab it and you don't have to get ice cream on your hands, which is awesome. So it's a it's a thin wafer made from mochi. Oh, there you go. So yeah, like the the brilliant thing about Monaka is when you're eating ice cream because the ice cream's like inside of it mm-hmm. in the summer. The ice cream is melting, but it's not getting on your hands because it's staying contained inside the Monaka. It's right? brilliant. Unlike those oh, wait, freaking it's... popsicles that the kids always want that oh, and just, just are yeah. melting everywhere. That just makes me mad just thinking about it. I know. <laughs> just, uh, so have the sea salt ice cream. It is delicious. It comes in a little clamshell. And it has, I think the one right now has like raspberry or strawberry in it. It one, does. one of the red berries. It's so good. So, delicious. Ugh. I might break my diet um, for that Monaka. I swear. Do it. Just do it. Just uh, do it. I, I won't know. tell anyone. I won't tell anyone. I, I promise. I okay. won't tell anyone. <laughs> All right. I might. I might. I'll get back to you later. <laughs> And then over in Aunt Peg's garden, there's a there's a the spice garden. Or <laughs> like looking at the greenery around the parks in general, and I know they've done um, like on the Tokyo Disney Resort blog, they've done some blog entries on this, but they really have some interesting like plants all over the park, and you should go and explore it. There's like a flower with like a Mickey shape on it. Like if you've been to Epcot, maybe you you got an idea of like what this is, right? Because Epcot is in some ways like I feel like it's Disney Seas like sister park you know what i mean and um the greenery is so interesting if you go to aunt pegs uh it's like a little cape cod town and she has a little garden right next to the aunt peg shop and there's always seasonal vegetables growing so um what do they have right now probably eggplant um in the summertime they have corn growing um, they have peppers growing sometimes. So it's always changing. Like lettuce is growing there. And I think it's so, it's such a nice little touch. And it takes like zero time out of your day just to go in and take a look and check it out. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. And, and related to that also, if you go to Mediterranean Harbor outside of Zambini's restaurant, um, an Italian restaurant, right? They have a big spice garden with all the spices you would use in cooking. And I think that's also just like such a a tiny, lovely little touch, you know, and I think it's beautiful. And I think, yeah, it, it takes no time. So it's not like it's like if you have time. No, it takes no time at all. Just walk by and check it out. And it's a nice that's a beautiful Disney sea Disney detail. Oh, <laughs> I love, I love, I love the little, like the, the whole spice thing. I just like 
going through there and reading all the signs. The, the funny thing about the signs is it's in Japanese and then Italian. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, right. Oh, so one I more, have, one more, Chris. What's that? Okay, what's that, also that? in Mediterranean Harbor, and I think it should be about now, um, the vineyard. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, this is one of my favorites. This is where I took one of my favorite, favorite photos I've ever taken at the park. There's no characters or anything in it, but there's uh, grapes that grow in the vineyard, and um, I, I got a shot of this little bird just plucking a grape from the vine, and it was so lovely and so cute. And I every year I would take my son when he is a baby, and we'd be like, oh, look at the grapes. They're growing the wine here. You know, of course not, but... You know, it's it's so, so lovely. So I think it's right now that you can check it out. So if you're in the parks now, um, go and take a look. For sure. Definitely, definitely do that. Uh, moving on to Disneyland now. So we already mentioned the street performers, so make sure you, you see them. Um, for dining, make sure you dine at Restaurant Hokusai which is a Japanese restaurant in Disneyland in Japan. <laughs> it's as weird as it sounds, but the food is really good, and it's really easy to kind of just dismiss this and not want to go do it. I suggest doing it and having one of their seasonal uh, dishes because it's a very like traditional Japanese meal. So there, there'll be fish, there'll be uh, pickled whatever i can't think of anything right now but it's just like if you want a nice traditional japanese meal which you know it's a little odd to think about going to disneyland but i suggest giving it a try because it's re- it's really nice it's a little pricey for what it is because you can definitely get it cheaper outside of the parks but it has that nice little disney touch because uh, sometimes they'll have like mickey shaped carrots or like the mickey egg with the the uh, mickey ear yolk in it or you know something like that i'm gonna say i'm gonna say for this one Hmm. if you're willing to spend a little more go to the japanese restaurant in ambassador hotel ah yeah that one as well it's it's a bit pricey but the quality is really good it's really really good um, mm. the one in Disneyland, I would get it if it's like a freebie. They sometimes give out like in the summer, like Mickey chopsticks, like summer themed chopsticks. Or for Tanabata, you can get like a special wishing card or something. So sometimes they have like little mementos that they have. Um, probably they have something for New Year's as well. So I would do something like that if I if you were in Disneyland. But I wouldn't get the standard menu because the same exact food is so much cheaper in the city. And it's about the same quality. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the little, the kaiseki, like the little, um, like the little mini, like a little course, Japanese course that they have, it's not bad. And it's like Chris said, it's Mickey themed and everything. So if you're going to get anything, at least make sure it's Disney themed. Um, Don't get it if it's just plain Japanese food, I would say. Yeah. And also keep in mind of allergies and stuff like that. So if you have any allergies, just make sure you double check that because... Of course, with a traditional Japanese meal, there's going to be a lot of, like, there's going to be shellfish and fish and stuff like that. So just double check before you decide to go. Um, what else? What else we got here? We got uh, One Man's Dream 2, which is a live stage show. And it's not 
hard to miss. There's a big stage in Tomorrowland. You're not going to miss it. But it's easy to just not do it because it's a lottery show. If you And if you haven't seen it before, you should definitely see it. I think it's a really me, great show. I, I know it's very, you know, it's so interesting because it's so divisive. Like some people love it and some people could not, don't care for it at all. See, for me, I'm the person that just doesn't care for it at all. I've seen it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. I don't need to see it again. But I know for you, you really enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. I don't see it every time I'm in the parks. And I and most of the time, to be honest, I don't even try the lottery for it. But if you had a choice between Once Upon a Time or One Man's Dream, One Man's Dream has a ton of live performers, a, a, a ton of costumes, um, segments from multiple Disney movies. I would say the content feels dated, which is what it suffers from the most. And also because it's... It's referencing One Man's Dream. The original One Man's Dream was so, so good that I think because of that memory of that show that people don't like this show as much. But if you compare it to the shows like in um, some of the shows in the U.S. parks, the shows in the U.S. parks are actually getting a lot like really good. But um, the the quality is fantastic. The costumes are gorgeous ton of dancers ton of characters um something for everybody it's got pyro and um it's got fireworks so it's it's kind of cool i think especially if you've never seen it oh yeah for sure and um as we said it's it's a lottery show um and you could do the lottery for both uh once upon a time and one man's dream you can try them both once for the lottery yeah so so that's nice. <laughs> um, uh, another show, again, is easy to skip, but it's hard to miss, is Mini O Mini over in Adventureland. That's such a good show. It's such a cute show, and it's really easy to get a spot. And especially it's fun. It, 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 oh, it's such a fun show. And just it's Latin music and just like really bright colored costumes, live singing live instruments like it's a it's a really good show and it's really easy to just skip it but i suggest you don't i would yeah and i would choose i don't know about you i would choose mini o mini over one man's dream even though one man's dream has a bigger budget i want to say mini o mini is just so fun that i think it, it edges it out i agree 100 percent agree <laughs> um next is kind of I know it's a bit of a pain point for you, Patricia, <laughs> but is the Cinderella's Fairy Tale Hall. The what? Now, I don't now, know what that attraction is. Is there an attraction <laughs> in the castle? What? <laughs> okay, so before you behead me, hear me out. Now, I know it's not fantastic. It's nothing as it used to be, but it's nice to say that you've been inside the castle. And that's about the only reason to see this, to be quite honest with you. Um, I wouldn't wait any more than 15 minutes to go into this. If it's any more, don't bother. But if it's 15 minutes or less, it's a nice way to kill 10, 15 minutes. And it's nice inside. It's not spectacular, but it's nice. I enjoyed it. That's where Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique should go instead should of in Galleria, which is actually one of those things that you might have missed that's actually worth seeing. Um, but, you know, 
It's a sore point. I was yeah. That was one thing I wanted to put on the list and say, oh, you oh, can't Galleria. miss the gallery. But now it's closed. Yeah. And I'm sad because I loved it up there. And now it's becoming a bibbity bobbity boutique. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, so Cinderella's Fairytale Hall. If it's less than 15 minutes, go and see it. If it's above that, don't bother. Uh, the Penny Arcade. Penny Arcade's always fun. Penny Arcade. And and it's easy to skip, like because you're making that mad dash to Tomorrowland to get your fast passes for Monsters Inc. or Winnie the Pooh, and then riding Splash Mountain afterwards, or you know whatever. Like it's it's easy to miss, and it's a nice it's a nice thing to kind of do, and it's kind of cool to like do it in Japan. I I especially recommend it on a really hot day, a really cold day, or a rainy day. Because then you probably want to be undercover anyway. You want to have like a little air conditioning or a little heating. And it's something cute and fun to do. And it, and like I said, like these other things, it doesn't take a lot of time. And it's fun. It's super fun. Especially if oh, you yeah, have like definitely. little kids or you want to relive nostalgia, you know. <laughs> relive it while you're visiting Japan. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the canoes. Which are always fun. Canoes are fun, man. Go do the canoes. Especially here because people just get into it. Those guys are buff, man. They've got muscles. (laughs) I love that attraction. (laughs) (laughs) And and then in the same area is Tom Sawyer Island, which is fun. I I, I like Tom Sawyer Sawyer Island. And it's so easy to miss because I guess you have to ride the raft to get out there. And it's not like one of those headliner attractions. But take the five minutes to get on the raft and go and and explore it. And I think the American parks there, I want to say their Tom Sawyer Island has changed like into uh, Tarzan, I think in Hong Kong and Pirates. I want to say a Disney World. I'm not sure about Disneyland, how their Tom Sawyer Island is. But it's oh, I, kind of like the old school Tom Sawyer Island. So go and, you know, check that out. That's kind of fun. Oh, exactly. And then last on our list, um, I didn't put this one down. <laughs> it was the it's the perfume shop. Okay, so hidden in the the French Quarter, there is a little the tiniest shop in Disneyland. It's like a secret shop. Okay, it's a it's a perfume shop called um, La Petite Parfumerie, and it is really neat it's really neat you've got like a, a bunch of like disney themed uh toiletries like bath bombs and lip bombs and room scents and like little perfumes and um it's all themed it has it says tokyo disneyland on it it's like really unique merchandise and it's just so it's such a tiny tiny little shop and it's so interesting and it's I want to say it's like right behind Mini O Mini so if you follow that little alley past Blue Bayou and you keep going you keep going keep going till the very very end like you won't even notice it like while you're walking you're like where is it um if you can't find it ask a cast member it is tiny and it is super super easy to miss it is actually right beside the bathrooms or the washrooms yes right beside it and yeah it's super easy to miss because you could just kind of look at it and be like oh it's nothing no 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 Def- make sure you go in there 
Um, I won't go in there because that stuff gives me a headache. But <laughs> I I can appreciate from afar. I go there a lot to get afar. like um, like little gifts and things. Oh yeah, like if you want to get something really unique, mm-hmm. do that. And or Perfect. if you're staying at the hotel, um, that might be kind of fun to use in your hotel, like in the in the bath and stuff like that, like those bath bombs and stuff like that. Oh, that's brilliant! That's a good idea. I should have used that for so, a park tip. Darn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, we you could do a double whammy. How about that? Okay, okay. So, so that was your first park tip. What is what? What is your next one? Okay, okay. So, um, as usual, our our, our podcast kind of devolves into food towards the end. <laughs> I think I, I I think this podcast for you is like therapy in terms of like for food since you're you know on your diet and everything so you talk about all this food on the podcast so you i don't know just using it as like therapy of some sort that that makes sense except <laughs> except i can eat this food okay what is it what is it tell okay. me tell me so um there is this type of cooking called yakiniku in japan which basically is like grilled meat and oh. it's um basically japanese korean barbecue and it is so I'm good. I'm already hungry. It is so I'm good. I'm already hungry. Okay, and... Keep going, keep going, keep going. And one of the biggest complaints that people, like, have when they come to um, Japan is, oh, the portion sizes are small or whatever. Uh, maybe if you're unadventurous, you just want something really safe. Um, yakiniku is for you. It is... It's basically meat. It's... Um, uh, different cuts of meat and you grill it right there at your table like oh an open fire it's so exciting and um, so they have an all you can eat this is in Ixpiari at the restaurant it's called Toraji and it is 2,500 yen for an adult 1,100 yen for an elementary school student you can have all you can eat for 90 minutes and this includes um, soup and kimchi and I want to say salad and of course the meat you have either salted or with sauce I because of my diet I choose salted and um, also I want to say one more thing but that's what I can remember off the top of my head um, if you want drinks if you want alcoholic drinks you can also have alcoholic drinks for 90 minutes it's an extra 1200 yen and if you um uh, don't want to drink any alcohol or if you have small kids soft drinks for the 90 minutes would be 500 yen keep in mind uh, that last order is um, before th- the 30 minutes are left on the clock you have a little clock on a uh, little timer going on at your table like um, on it's kind of like an iPad like menu and you can also choose English as your language option which is great for um, foreign tourists I want to say there's some other languages on there as well um, but I didn't check this time I'm sorry um, and you let's see what else uh, it's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. so make sure you go before that time and yeah, that's my tip of the week. And that's like the, um, we, we didn't go to the parks this week, but we did go to Expiari and we had that and it was amazing. And we stuffed our faces and it was so, so, so good. And uh, going back to the, the whole, the alcohol thing <laughs> really quickly, 1200 yen is not bad for all you can drink. Yeah. Like, and, and to be quite honest, that's kind of on the expensive side. To be quite like if you go into like places into like let's say Shinjuku, Shibuya, like these other places, you can get all you can drink for ninety minutes for like under a thousand yen. 
Yeah, that's so, true. Like, but but still, like twelve hundred yen. Still, like that's pretty pretty darn good. Toraji, in terms of yakiniku in general, is a little pricier than other yakiniku shops. So mm-hmm. um, this is actually a really good deal from them. Twenty. Well, it's like if you want to put it in perspective to like eating food back in North America, like for Canada, for example. Getting all you can eat for for about you know basically twenty five dollars is never going to happen ever. You're going to be paying forty fifty dollars for that. So for twenty five, basically twenty five dollars here for all you can eat delicious meat. Sign me up. And meat is pretty good quality too. Yeah, for sure. Let's go, Chris. So, Let's do this. Oh. <laughs> Let's just go <laughs> eat all the yakiniku. It's delicious. We have to wait until okay, tomorrow so, morning. <laughs> I don't want to wait. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's move on before we, we get too hungry again, like we usually do. Okay. So that was a good that was a good park tip. I like that one. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Listener question. Listener question. If you have any questions you want us to answer on the podcast or anything in general, it could be about the resort or it could be about Japan. Doesn't matter. Ask us. You can send it to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And just put in podcast question or something with podcasts in the subject, just so I know that it's for the podcast. And just keep in mind that we may read uh, your question on the podcast. So if you don't want your full name or anything read, just, you know, just let us know and we'll make sure we do that. All right. Our question this week comes from Alex and they ask, are the storage lockers big enough for a carry-on suitcase? The question, or the question, the, the answer is yes. As long as you have normal-sized suitcases. If you have anything that's, like, gigantic, a uh, little tough. They There's various suitcase, or suitcase, there's various suitcases. There's various lockers, like, locker sizes at both Disneyland Disney Sea, just outside, and I'll, there's some inside too. Um, and then there's also lockers at the train station. And they come in various sizes. There's really small ones for like small bags, medium sized ones, and really big ones. And the prices range from 500 to 700 yen. And they're super easy to use. Uh, the menus are will be in English and everything. So no worries there. If you want, if you, if you don't have anywhere to store your luggage, like maybe you're in transit or you're just there for the day and you just want to throw some stuff in the locker because I know I've done that before. Me too. Super Guilty. easy. Yeah. Super easy. It's it's really easy. It's painless. You and can use lockers your, um... are common. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I was going to say lockers are common throughout Japan. So like all the train stations have them and there's random ones on the street and everything. So you can get lockers pretty much everywhere. You can, and sorry, you were going to say? You can also use your IC card to pay. So like, you know how like sometimes you go to the lockers and you're like, oh my God, 100 yen coins. Oh, I have to go to the change machine and all this. It's such a pain. You can just tap your IC card and pay with that. And it's super, super easy. Yeah. So if you have a Suica card or a Passimo card, you can use that too. Super simple. Easy, easy, easy. Okay. So we kind of, we, we, we went a little over this episode but that's okay how we did we go over it's so weird isn't it like because it's like one of those topics that you think oh this is gonna be too short and then it we went over a, like a like 
There was a lot to say because, you know, that's Disney, right, Chris? Like Disney is those little details. That's what makes it so special. Exactly. I can't, I can't disagree with that at all. I would, yeah, I've, I was worried with this episode because I, I put it all together and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, I don't know. How are we going to like, how are we going to talk for an hour? And here we are over an hour and we're still not done. We're still not done. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Hidden Mickeys at all. No, not at all. And they're everywhere. <laughs> we should do that one day. Talk we about have to, the Hidden Mickeys. We have to do like an authoritative guys like where can you find them like they're everywhere they're on the park maps they're on like you know like the regular disney park places like hidden the attractions and stuff they're on the shopping bags i mean they're everywhere so it's so so fun that is a good show topic and we will write that down <laughs> <laughs> all right so make sure you rate and review us on itunes stitcher and google play music so more people can find us Make sure you tell everybody about us because the show is awesome. It really is. And it makes you hungry, too. So no apologies there for that. (laughs) If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I promise I'll be the one eating the seasonal food next week or next time I go. I promise. I'm sorry to let you all down. (laughs) I'm sorry. And as always, my beautiful co-host, Patricia. Okay, I'm going to go to the parks this week for sure. It's a promise. I'm going to make an active decision to go to the parks this week, no matter what. Although... What you mentioned earlier about the Mori Art Museum, I, I want to go to that exhibit again, too. So it's it's a time balance. That exhibit... Okay, last tip of the week. That exhibit is phenomenal. The space, like the art and... Sp- like uh, space through art or something like that. Um, and especially like the team lab um, kind of like... Oh, what is it? Like projection mapping or what? But it's like the experience of like being surrounded by... I don't even know how to describe it, but it is like amazing so if you're in the city right now go check that out as well it's fantastic it's not disney but it is freaking amazing so but i will go to disney sea for sure yes you better you better go to disney sea because i don't want to be the only one talking about it all the time i'm gonna get fired oh my god okay um you guys yeah pretty soon yeah pretty soon i'm gonna be like i we're looking for a new co-host one that goes to disneyland You guys, All right. um, you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and Instagram. Keep exploring, and we'll be back next week. See you next time, fellow explorers.